G'day, thanks so much for being here. If you'd like to get notified about new episodes, get access to live events before anybody else, and read things that are not included in the main podcast, you can subscribe to our newsletter right now at osherginsberg.com. That is osherginsberg.com. Now, podcasts, they are free to listen to, but they are not free to make. So in the interest of paying the very best people to do the very best job that they can do, people have been working on the show for years now, I'm going to play some ads and then we'll get stuck into the show. Today, it's all about how I use the skull of the pop star Darren Hayes as a way to bring me joy. There's something wonderful inside it. I'll tell you after the ads. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. G'day, welcome to the show. My name is Osher Ginsberg. Thank you for being a part of the podcast. We've been here every week since 2013. I'm a podcaster. I'm an author. I'm a TV host. I'm a dad. I'm a stepdad. Sometimes I uh, fall asleep and have my Kindle fall on my face and I wake up and go, Whoa. when I'm going to bed at night and I'm reading my nerdy sci-fi, I go, Whoa. wake up my wife. Yeah. We've got gigs at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Tickets are on sale right now. They're in the show notes. Uh, get on it. They are moving quick sticks. There's a few seats around, but uh, get on there. If you're lucky, you might get one on my birthday night, which is the 29th of March, but there's uh, quite a few right across that weekend. The mailing list is there too. So did you know that Darren Hay's skull sits on my desk and every day I stare deep into the darkness of his empty skeletal eye sockets and have my own death unflinchingly stare back at me from the darkness. And you know what? Thinking about my own death like that, it is one of the best parts of my day. How do I have Darren Hayes' skull? Well, it's here in my hands. On the uh, 2023 season of The Masked Singer, 
One of our masks was called the Grim Reaper, three metres tall, carrying a scythe. He was terrifying to look at, yet had the unmistakable voice of a pop superstar. And when I finally screamed, take it off at the top of my lungs, I was rewarded in that I had correctly guessed that indeed it was Darren Hayes. He is a showbiz machine. He commits so fully to everything and he embraced this character completely. And in one of his huge performance sets that the Square Division team put together, the set actually featured a throne sitting atop a mountain of skulls. Now, after it got wheeled off the stage, I knew they're never going to use it again, and I might have accidentally on purpose knocked one of the skulls off of the set, and now it sits on my desk. This is it right here. It's in my hand. Uh, it sits on my desk, quite a place right next to my monitor, and gratefully I look at it every single day, and it reminds me, Darren Hayes' skull reminds me every single day that I am going to die, and it is a wonderful thing to think about. There was a time when my own death was actually too terrifying to even contemplate. It was part of a greater suite of problems that I was struggling quite seriously with, and a very kind and very patient psychologist, he actually had to walk me through the truly ego-pummeling journey of accepting that the denial of my own mortality was actually one of the root causes as to why I was struggling with depression, anxiety, why I was either emotionally unavailable in a relationship or conversely, ickily clingy when I did get into a relationship. It even had something to do with why I was relentlessly pursuing career opportunities at the expense of my health at the expense of relationships, and even the career that I was trying to build. Because really, nothing gets you to know faster than the stink of desperation. And whenever you're trying to find relief by avoiding something, something uncomfortable, we often don't realize that our avoidance actually amplifies the discomfort. The fact remains, the only way out of the flames is to walk through them. So I started small. I ease myself into things with the Flaming Lips classic, Do You Realize? Because hidden among the uplifting lyrics, the goosebump-inducing cadences, the lush orchestration, is the glorious line from Wayne Coyne, Do you realize that everyone you know someday will die? That line hits you. Hits you in a way, like when you're playing with a toddler and they accidentally just kick you directly in the balls. It's a really powerful blow. And they giggle and they smile when they do it. And you're holding them and it's, it's followed by a couple of seconds of anxious contemplation before the true deep ache really sets in. And it's an ache that crushes you to your soul that can sometimes leave you weeping in agony. It's the same thing. At first, it's overwhelming to think that everyone you love and everything that you love will one day be gone. You get breathless when you consider that the day it goes might even be today. Yet just how like the first few workouts of your latest health kick absolutely suck. With practice, with adaptation, soon enough your body begins to adapt. You're able to cope with more and more. And within weeks you forget about your stitching into costal muscles and you start to enjoy a newfound ability to apply previously inaccessible force to objects and the greater world around you in order to execute the ideas in your mind. 
whether that might be saying yes to the kind of holiday with your family where you're going to be doing lots of walking or lifting up a giggling toddler just to play with them. Just be mindful of your balls this time. Now, in the same way, thinking about your own death actually has a paradoxical effect of helping us enjoy life more than ever before. Because if we are in acceptance that we'll all eventually go away someday, and that day might even be today, whatever we're doing and whomever we're doing it with becomes immensely more precious and incredibly important. Thinking about things like this could truly take an otherwise droll moment with the same people doing the same thing and fill it full of love and joy and curiosity and fascination, forcing you to examine the minutiae of the situation and to cherish it simply for what it is. It can supercharge even the most banal activity by forcing the question, would I have wanted to go out this way? Don't get me wrong. It's not super comfortable to think about my kids dying before I do. It's awful. The thought of my wife dying fills me with dread. The same goes for my brothers, same goes for my friends. But if I take a couple of deep breaths and I sit with it for a couple of moments, I actually have a chance to reevaluate what it means to spend time with them and spend time for them and um, to really have a good think about what I dedicate each of my finite number of breaths towards. What am I doing with each one of my precious heartbeats? because there's only a limited amount of them, and then they stop. Why wait until a terminal diagnosis to take powerful actions in accordance with your values completely free from regret? I have some uncomfortable news for you. All of us have a terminal diagnosis right now. We are all going to die. We all have only so long to live and there is no cure. So whatever it is that makes your heart sing, don't waste another breath thinking about it. Make time to do it. No matter what precious possessions I purchase with my hard-earned dollars or get a five-finger discount from work, not one single object in my home will become a priceless archaeological artifact. Every single thing in my house will eventually be recycled or become landfill or find a second purpose. That's not to say that I don't care for a beautiful guitar that hangs on my wall or a precision camera that I enjoy using. But I'm mindful of how in the past I had a very unhealthy attachment to such objects. It's nice stuff, but it's just stuff. And one day, all of it will be gone. The only thing that will still be here when any of us are gone, the only thing left is the stories that people tell about us, specifically stories about how we made them feel. Knowing that is the absolute key. Now, I'm someone who used to have quite a problem with just leaving the house, even being around people, including people that I knew quite well. Even though that is in my past, now I go out of my way to search for genuine and appropriate moments of connection in everyday interactions because those are things that cannot be purchased. And those moments of connection tie me to this present moment, tie me to something greater than me, and they truly bring lasting happiness like nothing else does. 
staring into the skull of a pop star every single day, it helps me think about how I can do a better job of life today than I did the day before, that it's worth giving it a shot. I get enormous self-worth and satisfaction out of trying to improve all aspects of my life. It might be trying to find ways to not get stuck in an unhelpful argument pattern with my wife. I know I'm not alone there. It might be figuring out how to make morning coffee without spilling one stray grind during the whole process from bean to cup. Sometimes those two things are related. It's worth putting the effort in to find a way to improve them every single day. Darren Hay's beautiful black plastic brain bucket helps me remember that there is a time coming at the gym when I won't be able to just keep putting weight on the bar every workout. And the feeling of achievement that I get now from doing a PB, that will start to come from simply showing up and pulling five sets of 12 deadlifts with good form. I'm not there yet, but I know it's coming. And that means every single rep of every single set that I do between now and then is an absolute privilege. Whatever it is, in my experience, there's absolutely nothing which can exponentially multiply the love you feel for those around you, increase the attention to the thing that you're doing, amplify the appreciation for the moment that you're in, or focus your choices so clearly on actions which are in accordance with your values. Nothing can do those things better than spending time every day thinking seriously about the inescapable fact that one day you and me and everyone we know will be taking a dirt nap. That day may be years away. It might be this afternoon. Nobody who died in an accident today walked out of their house this morning expecting it to happen. Today could be my day too. And I'm not being morbid. I think about this every day because I want to be in a place where every single time I get on my bicycle or climb onto my motorbike or, or climb up a ladder on a weekend holding a power tool because I am now in the age bracket where that sort of thing is one of my more likely causes of death. I'm trying to get to a point that when I do those things, I will know that the people I love are aware of how much I love them. Nothing is unsaid, which needs to be said, and that whatever I am doing when it happens is something that's so aligned with my values that people will say, it's how we would have wanted to go. And that is not a bad affirmation, I reckon. I feel part of me has to say sorry to Darren Hayes for stealing his skull. I believe. It's a good, it's a good track, that one. Uh, thanks to everyone that helped me make the show. Thanks to Andy Ma, who did audio and video post. Abby Benner, my producer. Toe Hyder on the music. Ben and Monica for keeping the lights on at OGTV. Come and see the live shows we're playing at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Tickets are in the show notes. Get on the mailing list. Let me know. Uh, send me a DM or whatever on Instagram or TikTok. Tell me if you thought about death today. You know what's wild is that now I've recorded this, it'll get uploaded and Andy will edit it and he'll put it out. And maybe between now and then, that'll be my moment. Who knows? I'd like to think that this is a great episode to have as my last one. It's pretty good. There was Darren Hayes. I made dick jokes. Not bad.
Uh, Wednesday's episode, which is another one that I've completely recorded. So again, there's a whole other one ready to go. Uh, Ghost Me will come and bring you a podcast on Wednesday. Uh, Taryn Brumford is uh, on the show. She's the uh, Australian of the Year, 2023 Australian of the Year. She's made two fantastic films, Embrace and Embrace Kids. She's written four incredible books, run two marathons. She's an absolute weapon. We talk a lot about body image, self-love, self-acceptance, the misery of comparison. And we talk about dating again after breaking out of a long-term relationship, you know, perhaps somebody that you had kids with. And what it's like to realize that someone who wasn't there for all the kids and everything is going to see you naked again for the first time. It's good chat. Um, We're back here on Wednesday. Thanks for being a part of the show. (laughs) 